This podcast is brought to you by Lacrosse All-Stars, growing the game one podcast at a time. Hey everyone, welcome to the Know the Game podcast. I am Ryan Conwell from Lacrosse All-Stars. There's been quite a gap since our last podcast, but this in particular has actually been planned for over a year. Originally, the idea for this came up leading into Championship Weekend last year, and the idea was to go out and interview people at the NCAA Championships about why they were there, why that weekend is so important, and why you should be going to Philly this year. The plan was to release this in early May, get you hyped for the weekend, and head down to Lincoln Financial Field to take in the Championship Weekend, which is always the highlight of the lacrosse year. Obviously, 2020 had a little bit of a plot twist for us. The plot twist, of course, is the COVID-19 pandemic that, as I'm recording this, we are all in the middle of. And unfortunately, that means no live events. There's no lacrosse. Lacrosse seasons were canceled all across the board. Um, Basically, everything with our lives got flipped upside down. And the sport especially is really hurting right now. But all the interviews that you're going to hear take place in the middle of the biggest live lacrosse event that we have in our calendar every single year. And as you hear some of the people describe why they're there, it takes a much different tone. This is actually the third time since 2007 that I personally am not going to be spending my Memorial Day sitting in an NFL stadium watching the men's NCAA Division I lacrosse championship game. Usually at this point in the weekend, I'll be nursing a sunburn that I'll have gotten during the Sunday D3 game. I don't know why it's always that game, but that's just how things go. And knowing with a week of work that's going to be laying ahead of me, I just try to enjoy the moment and just enjoy every last second of lacrosse as the college season comes down to a close. That weekend is always circled on my calendar every single year now, and I make every effort to be down there because it's just something that I love doing. So that's where the idea of this Voices in the Crowd came from. Some of the voices you're going to recognize, some of them you're not, and every single person had a different reason for being there, but the thing that they all have in common is that they love lacrosse. Something else I want to emphasize before you listen to this is the audio quality is quite a bit different than other podcasts we have done. And I'll be honest, it is bad at times. High quality sound is something that I really strive for and I try to make sure that what you're hearing is as clear as possible at all times. And I really try to give you a good experience through the podcast with a focus on sound quality. That's one of the reasons why... I haven't done many remote interviews, and I really try to focus on in-person so you can really have a good dynamic to follow. But in this particular episode, everything was done out in the field. I was interviewing people in parking lots, in hallways, in the concourse of the stadium. Everything was on the table. Unfortunately, because of that, it meant that there was a little bit wind, there was some more background noise, and I had a a couple of the interviews that I just could not do anything to salvage the sound. There was just too much interference, there was too much background, the voices didn't come out, and unfortunately, they just didn't make it through. So I'm going to 
highlight those really quick because they did take the time to talk to me and I want to make sure that I do mention them. But there was a group of kids from New Hampshire who had driven down. They were playing some fiddlestick lacrosse right out in the parking lot, which if you've been there, you know those games are all over the place. Um, there's another local family that I talked to where it was just the really small little tailgate, just them by themselves in a mostly empty parking lot. And they had had their youth lacrosse practice the morning of and just drove down right afterwards and taking in some games. There was also Zach Goodrich and Alex Woodall. And when I had interviewed them, they were squeezed in the handful of days between wrapping up their season at Towson and going to play in their first games of their MLL careers. So unfortunately, these recordings didn't make it, but I did appreciate the time they took, and I want to make sure that they got a little bit of a shout-out here. So before we delay any further, let's jump to our very first interview with some random Philly guy that I found walking around. All right, so who are we here with? Yo, this is Brett from Philly. And Brett, are you uh, originally from Philly? Yeah, originally from Philly. Uh, Philly, born and raised. So you're here for championship weekend? Yeah, kind of a easy commute for me. Being from the area, pumped that lacrosse is here. Are you? Uh, did you ever used to play lacrosse? You're a little bit older, so um, you know. Do you still play? I still play. Uh, I started probably in my teens, and and I play now. But I love the game of lacrosse. All right. Why should people come to Philly for something like this? I think Philly's in the middle of, uh, I mean, it's a growing hotbed for lacrosse, but also, too, between Long Island, Maryland, I think it's easy for everyone to get here. It's close to all the highways, and uh, being here at Lincoln Financial Field, where the games are played, the Eagles won the Super Bowl there last year, so kind of city of champions. And have you been to championship weekends before outside the ones here in Philly? I have, yep. Which ones? Uh, I've been to Baltimore. Been to Baltimore. All right, who does it best? Philly, of course. Best food, best fans. What else is there? All right. What's more overdone, cheesesteaks or Rocky? Great question. Uh, cheesesteaks. Cheesesteaks? Yeah, for sure. Just right. because Pat's and Gino's is like a tourist trap, but Rocky never gets old. What's your place? Uh, I'm a Steve's Prince of Steaks guy, uh, and if not Steve's, then, then Jim's on South Street. Steve's or Jim's? All right. Yeah. Good choice. Good choice. Um, all right. What's the, what's the winner going to be for D1? Uh, I think it's going to be... Penn State versus Virginia, and then I think Virginia's going to win the national championship. I was going to say the next question, but you sort of answered it, is who has a better chance of repeating Yale or Merrimack? Yeah, so Merrimack. <laughs> Easy question. <laughs> Definitely go Merrimack. All right, uh, that's all I have for you, and uh, enjoy the games. Thanks. Go Eagles. Okay, uh, I'm Andrew Booth. I've uh, traveled from just south of London and England, and I'm just here to see some great lacrosse. Hello, I'm Will, also from London. Uh, this is my first time here. I'm looking for some excellent cross, looking at the best, best of the world college level. Hi, I'm Miles Johnson, and travel from London, England to come watch the championships for the third time in a row. Perfect. Thank you, guys. Good. What's your name? Chris Collins. So I'll ask you the same question, but in two different ways. One is as a fan and as a coach, you know, looking on. What is this weekend for this sport? Why is this such a big event that you got to hold it at the link and, you know, get everyone here? Uh, you know, I will say, you know, uh, Memorial Day weekend, uh, you know, is college across. Uh, I hope it doesn't leave this weekend. Um, uh, and I think, 
uh, you know, not that our sport needs to continue to, to make waves and continue to make progress, but I think being hosted off a college campus is important for our sport. I think, you know, partnering with, uh, you know, big-time professional organizations and to further kind of, you know, build our relationships as a, um, as a representative of our sport, you know, whether it's, you know, from youth across, high school across, college across, pro lacrosse, international across. Um, you know, this weekend is the pinnacle of our sport, um, and to forever bring more and more people into it, uh, you know, especially, you know, first-class organization like the Philadelphia Eagles, um, that's a win-win. Uh, and when you can kind of tie that, you know, into the game of lacrosse, the city of Philadelphia, um, you know, the birthplace of, uh, you know, the country that we're living in right now, I mean, to tie it all together, um, and not that Philly needs to be the home forever, but uh, it's a win-win, you know, from a college point of view, Drexel being the host institution, the Philadelphia Legal, uh, you know, Philadelphia Eagles, you know, first class all the way. Um, I don't think you could put a better formula together uh, of a university that's invested in helping grow the sport, uh, a professional organization of help filling the seats and providing a first class, uh, you know, venue for it. Um, and then from a coaching point of view, uh, you know, this is what we all strive for. This is what we all talk about, you know, in recruiting and selling student-athletes and families and alums and what we do on a daily basis. Um, you know, again, this is the heart of our sport. And uh, to be a part of it in many different ways, you know, as a player and as a coach, you know, and, and me feeling proud right now, um, I couldn't be happier to kind of help be just, you know, kind of one small kind of cog on the wheel here of this whole weekend. Yep. So same question as slightly differently. What is this like as a player? Because you're one of the few that actually got to be out there on the field this weekend in the past. Uh, you know, as a player, uh, you think about, you know, this is this is what you grew up watching on TV. This is, you know, before ESPN became a big thing and before, you know, I give those guys a lot of respect, you know, before Quint and Kark and, and Cotter and all those guys became, you know, kind of namestays. This is... Uh, you know, from a from a college across point of view, this is uh, this is always you know the feather in the cap that you always thought of first uh, before you talked about pro lacrosse, before you talked about international lacrosse. Uh, Final Four weekend was something as a player that you know you grew up watching on TV or going to. You know, I always say it. I thank my parents every day for packing me in the car and you know driving me down from New York to New York and and. Uh, and put me in College Park, Maryland, and going to Rutgers before. Those were kind of like the two mainstays of venues before it was championship weekend. And, um, um, and you know, that, you know, always resonates with, with every fan, with every, you know, with every, you know, young kid growing up. Um, but that always stuck with me, and it was, you know, Yorktown, New York. I was like, look, the ticket out is going to be the game of lacrosse. Um, and thankfully, you know, I always had, you know, many, many people who were, like, you know, were able to show me the way, coaches and players and the whole thing. And, you know, to be able to use the game of lacrosse to kind of, you know, travel and seek a higher education and do that. Um, but it was, it was getting a Final Four weekend. It was getting a championship weekend. And, you know, everything on top of that is gravy. Um, but, you know, Final Four weekend is forever the kind of the true heart of our sport. Um, and, again, when, you, when you're able to participate in it, you know, as a coach and as a player, you know, that's um, something you always dream of. You know, you talk to any athlete, you talk about championship weekend, and I'm sure, you know, what Super Bowl weekend is like and what playing the World Series is like and, the, you know, playing the Stanley Cup is like that. Um, that's, that's our sport. And Final Four weekend, Memorial Day weekend, uh, you know, in my eyes, I will forever believe is the heart of our sport and, and what we always strive for, you know, as coaches and players and young kids growing up. Um, 
there's there's nothing like it and to kind of see this kind of come together and when you can kind of see it on all sides of the table you know growing up you know coming here as a fan uh, and then participating as a player and then participating as a coach and then now being a part of in so many different ways I uh I could not see myself spending a Memorial Day weekend anywhere else but you know wherever the men's across final four weekend division one two three um you know all that that you know championship weekend as a whole is uh is the heart of our sport and um, where I hopefully will forever be, you know? Yeah. All right, well, I'll let you get back. Enjoy the game really quick. Who's going to win, Yale or Virginia? Uh, I'm going to go with a couple hometown guys. I'm going to put Yale on the docket as a W today. So. All right, go for the repeat. All right, thanks, <laughs> Luckers. All right, so what are your names? Xavier. Xavier and Braden. All right, now, where did you guys travel here from? Uh, Binghamton, New York. Binghamton and Vestal. All right, so that's not too long, but that's a nice little drive. Yeah, like three and a half, three hours. How many championships is this for you? How many have you been to before? Uh, this is my second. I went last year in New England. You're up in Gillette? That's your second, too? And why do you keep coming back? So, obviously, you liked it last year. Because uh, it's just it's uh, to see the good competition and just, like, from seeing it on TV and seeing it in person is two different aspects, and it's way different. Yeah, the fan fest is definitely cool. Did you do the radar gun? No. No radar gun. Um, do you follow any teams specifically that are here, or do you just come to check out whoever's here? You're gonna come see. Uh, who's ever here? I'm gonna see. I like And what position do you play? You gonna so you're gonna try to be a feeder like him, or do you want to do a little bit more scoring? Balance. How about you? What position do you play? Uh, I, I play attack. I play left hand uh, side. So, like, uh, I, I, like, really try to, like, pass Spencer and stuff. Like, he's someone I try to balance my game like. Yeah, definitely. Because, like, you can do both aspects, pass and shoot. So, who do you have in the finals on Monday? Virginia. You got Virginia and Virginia? Even though Yale had that great game? Yeah, but then Penn State started to come back, and it was like, they started to get a good game, but then... Yeah. All right, well, I'll let you guys get off to the games, and uh, thank you. Thank you. All right, so what's your name again? Uh, Jordy from Barstool Sports. And where are you from, Jordy? I am born and raised in Delco, so right outside of Philly. Uh, so Delaware County, for those of you who don't know, it is... Uh, it's about as gritty as it gets, and it's home of the Cabrini Cavs. And how nice is it to have the championships this close to home? Yeah, I always say that Philadelphia is the mecca of the lacrosse world. We're right in the middle of everything. It's the perfect spot for it. You know, we're between Long Island, Baltimore. Um, so, you know, if you think about all the traditional hotbeds, Philly's right there in the middle. So it, it makes sense to have it. And how many championships have you been to, not including the Philly ones? Uh, only one, uh, Gillette. Last we went to year. Gillette last yeah, year. So, I mean, typically like, Memorial Day weekend, if you know if the championships aren't here, we're going to the shore and watching on TV. Uh, but went to Gillette last year. 
It's a nice little spot that they have there, but it's it's nothing spectacular. I have a feeling you like the wall art in this stadium a little bit more than what they have up there. Yeah, I mean they're just too uh, just flamboyant about it. It's too in your face about it. Like <laughs> act like you guys have won some championships before. You don't need the plaster everywhere. <laughs> All right, now why is Championship Weekend so big? Uh, I mean. For the longest time, it's been the biggest weekend uh, on the lacrosse calendar. Uh, now we'll see if that stays the same as this summer goes, and then uh, you know the pro game starts to pick up a little bit more. Um, but for the most part, people think about Memorial Day weekend. They think about college lacrosse, which is you know there's not like a, a ton of other sports on right now. So like when you have people just flip other channels and get the ESPN two and can catch a great lacrosse game, I think that's huge for the sport. So it's. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a great weekend all around. All right, since you're a Philly guy, what's more overdone, cheesesteaks or Rocky? Uh, cheesesteaks, because, like, Rocky was an incredible story that everyone can relate to. Uh, you know, people say, oh, you guys are all idiots, like, you have a statue of a fictional character. It's like, no, Rocky himself is a fictional character, but everything that Rocky stands for is what America is all about, so... We need more Rocky in this world, especially if you know if, if we want to. If, if everyone wants to be the best, their best selves, they need to be more like Rocky. Cheese steaks. Don't get me wrong. Cheese steaks are good. I I enjoy them. Um, they're better like when you're drunk at like two a.m. But it's, but again, it's just like. I don't know. People will come to Philly anytime that there's like a, a broadcast of Philly. There's always going to be the shot of like the Liberty Bell and the cheesesteak. The Liberty Bell sucks. It's, it's broken. It's a bell that's broken. <laughs> Who cares about the Liberty Bell? Stop showing it. Cheesesteaks. They're good, but like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight anyone over there like saying oh like. Your favorite cheesesteak spot isn't my favorite cheesesteak spot. Like, let's fight. Like, no, like they're all good. You're not going to get a bad one, but like none of them are like life changing. But if they trash Rocky, if they trash Rocky, I'll trash you. <laughs> all right, I like it. All right, thanks. All right, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed listening into this and makes you think about how much fun is going to be at championship weekend next year. I mean, after having so much canceled this year, I think it's going to have that much more importance. Um, especially hearing what Chris Collins was saying, um, as a player, how big it is as a just lacrosse person, how big it is, you know, this is a major event. And I think it's, a. It's it's a major, major loss for the lacrosse world and not having championship weekend this year. So a quick recap of who I talked to, by the way. We had the very first interview. I don't know if you recognized it, but that was actually Brett Manny. So when we talked about him playing a little bit of lacrosse, he's still slightly involved. Professional player for the New England Black Wolves, Team USA indoor member, and he's heavily involved in Next Lacrosse. You had Chris Collins, who is currently the assistant coach with the PLL Redwoods Lacrosse Club. You had Barstool Ajority, of course, at the end, who you can catch on the Crease Dive podcast. And then for the lesser-known folks that we interviewed, there was, of course, Xavier and Braden, who drove in from Binghamton, both younger players there neither one of them were even in high school yet but already starting to make the annual trip and our trio of brits we had boothie will and miles all making the trip over just to watch some awesome lacrosse so i wanted 
thank everyone that was able to listen in. I want to encourage everyone to, again, look forward to what's going to happen next year. I know it it definitely does suck that we're not doing this this year, but brighter times are ahead, and we can look forward to all getting together at a massive event like this in the future. Until then, keep an eye on lacrosseallstars.com, our social channels, and we're hopefully going to have plenty of lacrosse to be covering very soon. All right, thanks for listening in, and I will catch you next time. Thank <laughs> you.